Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast. Now, uh, just on the weather report again. Uh, well, firstly, this text. Morning, fellas. You mentioned Wobbygar, and yes, I understand. I've learned this morning that G is silent. Apologies to everyone in Wobbygar. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Wobbygar earlier in the program. In 2006, when on exercise with the Army, we attacked the Wobbygar silos. We took the silos and fought through along the train tracks towards the town. Uh, we're all wet and muddy and bleeding on our guts, firing weapons. And I look to my right and see half a dozen old blokes at the pub drinking schooners and cheering us on. Funny as. Thanks for the memory, says Bevo. So that, that's what our history, New South Wales ooh. weather reports Geogra- do. Geography and history lesson. You know, I love this. Even when we pronounce them incorrectly. The silent Just watch G the silent, you every time. Watch that silent G. <laughs> Sorry, Can we, you, we recorded that at 5.30. Silent G before on you, Valentine's Day. Before you pick your town for tomorrow, please call your old man. <laughs> <laughs> Get him to confirm spelling Everything. and how you pronounce it, mm. please. Yep. Well, this is the point of it. I love it. I love it. For Learning education. something new every day. More so, play. Uh, people's to publican from Queanbeyan. How good was the Super Bowl yesterday? Our pub was full. It's becoming... A lot more followed in Australia. What about the pressure on their bunker making the biggest call in the biggest sporting events? They seem to get it right, though, most of the time. Uh, Lords, who is going to wear the number one for the Raiders now that Savage is out? Have a great week from the People's Publican. Oh, gee, good question. Um, well, Hopawadi could be yeah, one of them. Hopawadi possibly could be. Um, they might even think of putting Jordan Rapiner back there. Hmm. And maybe moving a Seb Crisp or a Matt Tomoko, shifting one of those guys to the wing and bringing Jared Croker back in as a centre. That young Harley Smith Shields, he could be an option. Yeah, hasn't played a lot of football though. Mm. So that's uh, something of a gamble, I would think. Him being out all last year, hasn't played any football, he possibly would be underdone. So I'm thinking either Hopawati or... Rapida going back to play fullback and then moving one of the centres to the wings and finding position for Jared Croker. Liverpool 2-0 up against Everton in the Merseyside derby. 53 minutes gone at Anfield this morning and we're going to talk some football locally now. And uh, MacArthur FC, well, they uh, beat Wellington 2-1 and it came after a 6-1 defeat at the hands of Melbourne City the week before, and joining us now is uh, their 22-year-old striker who scored the winner in that win against Wellington, and uh, he's got two goals and an assist. Had another ruled out for offside, in fact, uh, on the weekend as well. Moody Najaj joining us now. Moody, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Yeah, good, thanks. Great to have you on the show. And firstly, what about, uh, well, there were three penalties missed, and your keeper, Kurto, saved two of them. Uh, it must have been... Well, a dramatic game to play in, to say the least. Yeah, I think that was the, uh, the talk of the day, to be honest. It was, a, it was an exciting game to watch, and uh, I, was, I was stressful as well. So, yeah, that was amazing to watch. Uh, Moody, great for you personally to get an opportunity and to be playing as well as you are. How hard have you been working off the pitch, I guess, to get this chance? Uh, I've been working very, very hard this, uh, this off the pitch. Uh, just training as much as I can, gym, extra training, and just waiting for the coach to give me the, the green light to go for it, and that's it, really. Yeah, Moody, talking about the coach, and it's a new coach. Of course, we know that Dwight York moved on. Has he just been building off the back of what Dwight started, or has he 
come in and change things completely and, 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 and done things a lot differently? Um, to be honest, uh, he's changed He's changed quite a few things, to be honest. The way he wants to play, his own playing style, uh, bringing in different players or younger players. And um, I think he's got his own style and his own unique way he wants to play. So he's building, that's why we're building off that. And obviously results haven't gone our way, but it's all a building process in the end of, at the end of the day. Yeah, and with Mile Stojovski coming on board, the change has meant that you're playing uh, and playing consistently now. I mean, tell us a bit about your relationship with, with Dwight York. Well, yeah, now at the moment I've been playing. So obviously back, I'll say a couple of months ago, I wasn't playing, unfortunately, and that's football. It happens in everyone's career. Um, I was playing a position where I haven't played in my life, so that's how it was. But then Milo's come in and basically just told me, you're playing your, your proper position and that's it. And, it's gone well from there. But the uh, me and Dwight, we, we had nothing against each other. We were, He was a good coach and, yeah, so he was fine, to be honest. All good sides need to have a bit of resilience throughout the year. You must have been happy with how the team responded on the weekend after conceding an early goal. Oh, I'm proud of the boys. It, it was uh, after conceding the goal so early and especially from last week going down that many goals, I think it just showed that we weren't that bad last week. We just had an off day, and mm. I think that we we can push for finals football. So it shows everyone that anyone can win a game, really. What about this weekend, buddy, against the Wanderers? Does anything have to change, or you play that same brand of football? Nah, we play the same brand of football. Maybe tweak a little things, and that's it. We're going to get the win. And, and yeah, you mentioned your position and playing as an out and out striker. I mean, just how much is that alone giving you confidence? Oh, big time. It's given me a lot of confidence and I enjoy it now. I'm happy and I love it. I love scoring and helping the team out whenever I can, assisting, scoring, whatever it is. I just love it. And, you know, you look at where you are on the table, despite all the turbulence you've had with the change of coach, etc., and uh, and now, you know, very much change, I guess, in philosophy, yet here you are on 21 points on the cusp of the top six. So, you, you, as you, we've seen with Sydney FC in the last couple of weeks, in this competition, you put a couple of wins together in a row and all of a sudden you're right back in contention. Yeah, that's right. Like like what our coach said on the weekend, he said two, three games we win and we can be top three. So that's our plan. And um, that's it. Like you said, Senior C, they've done that as well. And that's our plan as well. We're gonna, we want to win a couple of games, as many as we can, and secure a spot for final football. Well, Moody, we really appreciate your time this morning. Good luck against the Jets there on Saturday. And uh, it's great to see you on the pitch and scoring goals. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for having me on as well. Moody Najjar there. And uh, they play, yeah, the Jets there on Saturday, 5 p.m. at Campbelltown. And these two sides are on 21 points. Uh, So uh, just on the cusp of the top six. And MacArthur, $2.30 with Tab. The Jets, $2.90. Time's running out (laughs) to get your tickets for the Big Sports Breakfast Lunch. Friday, February 24. That is Friday week wing stand. Raw Ramwick. Socceroos coach Graham Arnold is going to be one of the guest speakers. Blocker will be there. Great afternoon filled with sport and racing, laughs, tips, banter. And to get your tickets, australianturfclub.com.au. australianturfclub.com.au to get your seats, get your tables, etc. Looking forward to... Uh, going to the wing stand there, and uh, what? The, we're probably putting you on the spot here, Loz. The comedian's name? Who have we got? Oh. Brownie. Is it Rob Brown? Sounds right. 
I did mention it earlier. I'll need to go through my messages, okay. Mido. So no, while right. you're... Brownie. Um, no, no, I'll take your word for it. I reckon Brownie sounds about right. Brownie sound uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's coming up Friday week. Yeah, Rob Brown. Rob Brown. So we've got a comedian. You're doing a... Is there a footy rugby league panel? Apparently. Racing panel? Uh, Stanley will be doing a racing panel, no doubt. Socceroos head coach? Socceroos head coach. There'll be a league panel. Who, who have you got on your panel? Obviously yourself and Blocker. Yeah. Uh, Anyone else? Anyone of note? Caelan uh, Ponga? Why don't you get Ponga no, down here? KP, he's up there training in Newcastle. Okay. Um, I'm unsure of what Middell will be doing on the day. <laughs> well, aren't you MC? He did a lot last year, so yeah. I'll just take yeah. it back. He's delegating this year. Yeah. Well, I thought you passed it over to Jamie last year. Was that the other event we did? That was the grand final. No, that final. was at Rose Hill. Oh, okay. Other that one. was the grand final one. Sorry. Mate, sorry. A lot of lunches, mate. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. I can't, can't keep up. He's so a, mar- he's what a man are you in doing? De- are you demand. MC? No. Really? No, I'm not. Don't want to hear from me. I want to hear from you two. Oh, I haven't got much. Well, actually, if we win this te- second test, I'll have lots to say. Yeah. <laughs> but if we, why would we still the second got, test? Somebody turn this off, but I want to watch the highlights of the first test either. We've seen enough. Uh, now, what, what are we seeing <sighs> here on Fox League at the moment? York and Bradford, Loz. There's a couple of hearty York English sides. Bradford. But uh, why would, on the subject of English sides, Tab put out a market yesterday for the World Club Challenge. Okay, so how many converted tries favourites do you think the Panthers should be against St. Helens? How many point favourites do you think they oh, are? Oh, look, I'd be thinking somewhere between 12 and 16 points. 19 and a half point favourites. It's gone up a point. It was 18 and a half yesterday. So Penrith minus 19 and a half. They're $1.09 in from $1.11 last night. And St. Helens at six twenty back to six dollars fifty head to head with Tab, and of course, it's been well mentioned that uh, it, up yeah. to thirty nine degrees is forecast in Penrith on Saturday. It's a six o'clock kickoff. Saints coach Paul Wellens he pointed to their trips to France, uh, where they've played in you know the heat in southern France there when they play against uh, Catalans etc. Uh, in saying that, you know, it's not completely foreign to them. They're said yeah, to be when water was breaks. That, when was that? I don't know. Last season sometime. Last season, yeah. Uh, said to be water breaks after 20 minutes. Uh, interchanges are going to be increased by two from eight to ten. Look, all these uh, changes for this game will keep the contest closer. So quarter football, it'll be closer because you can have a decent... Rest after 20 minutes. A few more interchanges, uh, water breaks, all that type of stuff. And Penrith, first game of the year. They'll be a bit rusty. St. Helens have had a game out here in Australia. Uh, and St. Helens will be you know, wound up, ready to go, as will the Penrith boys, but they haven't played football. This will be their first game. Um, so I, I would think Penrith win. There's no doubt about that. But in terms of um, 19 and a half, did you say? Yeah. That would be enticing. For the English Super League champions and mm. the plus, too big a start. I'll tell you what's going to be... I think when we first look at Penrith, I think not seeing kick out there is going to be glaringly obvious. Oh, duh. I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's, it's just such a hard play to replace. <laughs> Thanks for the scoop, mate. <laughs> No, yeah, just this big back yeah, rower standing yeah, yeah. out on the left edge. What, he's not there? <laughs> uh, no, he normally goes under the radar as well, doesn't he? 
Yeah, we don't really notice. Well, how did they yeah. replace? <laughs> oh my god! That's our that's our analysis for the <laughs> or oh. duh. <laughs> well, well, what I'm trying to do is help your case because I, I think I like Saints at plus nineteen and a half as well. So I'm just trying to no, find... Look, I, I think if you like Penrith, I think they win the game, all right? There's no doubt. They, they want to win the game. They've never won a World Club Challenge, all right? And it's pretty special if you're able to do that. And they're playing at home. They get to celebrate in front of their crowd, uh, their home fans, and there'll be a lot of people out there supporting them on Saturday. Um, you've got this English team who's regarded as the best over in England coming to Australia, wanting to knock off our Premier. So it'll be a high-intensity game. The heat will be a factor. I, I don't care whether they played in France 12 months ago and they experienced the heat. This heat out at Penrith on Saturday night will be a lot different for them. Coming from winter, training over there, coming, and coming to coming Penrith. From, coming from Bondi, <laughs> there's a massive change. <laughs> Benson's Lane yeah. and Penrith, just, mate, there's yeah. nothing like yeah. it. That's if you're coming from Bondi, let alone coming from England. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, I know, and I know what Paul Wellens is doing. He's got to talk his team up, and you know we're going to handle this. But uh, speak to me after ten minutes. Yeah, how they're feeling. Uh, and and you know Penrith have just proven themselves to be a wonderful footy team over the last three years. You could argue that they uh, should have nearly won three in a row. Um, but St Helens, I look at their football team. They're competitive, they'll be competitive if you put them in the NRL would they win? No. Would they finish top four? Not in my calculations are they a chance of making a top eight? Yes but everything would have to go right I, I, yeah, Pen, Penrith just win this game but in four quarter football a nine and a half start would be enticing I guess to my kick out point what are they going to do over on that edge? Give Garner a crack? Well They've bought him to replace Kikau. But what we do know with Penrith, they've got a good junior system and they've got a lot of guys waiting mm, for an opportunity. For an opportunity. So we'll see someone possibly to just that we haven't seen before get an opportunity, stamp their authority in that team, and they just are the well-oiled machine and they just keep moving. Mm. You know, when you're playing with the likes of yeah, go through Dylan Edwards at the back, um, Cleary, uh, Jerome Luai, no, Steve, Steve Crichton. You know, they've got strike and then they've got the forwards. They'll miss Coruscant throughout the year. You know, Mitch Kenny started the grand final last year. Uh, terrific player, but not the same as Coruscant. Hasn't got that creativity. Uh, but you've got Fisher-Harris, uh, Leota, Spencer, Lenu. Um, yeah, they'll be, they'll be hard to beat again this year. Liam Martin's in doubt. He's got an injury. He's in doubt, is he? Yeah. Yeah, well, that, again, that's if you're building a case for, which I'm sure you're doing at the moment, for St. Helens, uh, you've got two Not of the starting edge, edge players out. Mm. You've also got Sorensen there that could come in and fill that role. So they've got plenty of depth, Penrith. 2-0, Liverpool lead Everton in the Merseyside derby, getting to 80 minutes gone in that match this morning at Anfield. And I uh, saw Cody Gapko scored the second goal. The Dutch player who they signed after his fantastic performances over there at the World Cup in Qatar. Uh, Mo Salah scored in the first half. So 2-0, Liverpool over Everton there this morning. Uh, now uh, there's the 2020, the Women's 2020 World Cup 
going on over in South Africa and the host nation had a comfortable win this morning against New Zealand. They posted six for 132 and New Zealand were rolled for 67. So that's a 65-run win for South Africa. And in the Sheffield Shield at the moment, New South Wales and Tasmania and uh, Tassie needing 287 to win this match. They're none for six, chasing that target after New South Wales set... uh, Well, they declared their second innings at one for 105 after they had a pretty significant lead on the first inning. So this is the final day of that match today. So, you know, all results possible there, Pup. Mm. So New South Wales giving, you know, Tasmania a little in there to chase 281 in one day. None for six chasing 287 heading into the final day. Well, they make 230 in their first innings. Yeah. New South Wales. But New South Wales were pretty comfortable in their second dig. One for 105. They've set a game up, that's for sure. They've given Tassie a crack. I'm not sure about our... Excuse me, our um, you know all the batting point, bowling point in our in our first class setup at the moment. I'd like to see it go back to a little bit of old school, where minimum points for first innings, so four, call it four in four points to win, um, oh, two points sorry to win first innings, and then outright to win it to win a Sheffield Shield game outright, you get. Four points. Well, you can even go more. You can go six to win outright, two to win first innings to make it more inclined to do exactly this, set the game up. But I just think we're at, <coughs> excuse me, it's a little bit fancy with all the batting point, bowling point. Four days enough time to win a Sheffield Shield game, in my opinion. But I think I want to see teams always playing for this victory. No matter where you sit on the on the table, you just the to win outright is maximum point. So, like a test match, you. It's two innings a game. Two innings a test. It's what, you, it's what you're thinking about. So, yeah, I don't know. I think we've, yeah, when we changed these, when we changed the system, it was it was known around the world that, our, that Australia's first-class cricket system was the best in the world. And I'd like to see us go back to that. Mm. At the moment, it's a bit county cricket-like. It's rubbish. I just think it's a bit county cricket. I, mean, that's, I, don't, think, I don't think we need that. I if think, you like don't I say, understand it, yeah, the it's point confusing. system. It's confusing. And I don't understand it. Yeah. Loz, do you understand no, it? No, I've no idea. Well, how is anyone... Just go back to two points to win first innings and... Six points outright. Six outright. What was wrong with that? Or you can go four to win first. I, I, th- I think a bigger outright. So I like two to win first. You get two points to win first innings. That's great. But if you win outright, you could even go you go six there. So eight-point victories. Hmm. Something like that, I think, makes every team go, rightio, we are setting up to win this game. We've got to take 20 wickets to win the game. And that's exactly what... A test match is like. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't mind the idea of making sure there's a result or trying to get a result. Yeah. And over four days, because don't they bowl more than 90 overs in Yeah, I don't know what they've done. I don't don't know. Isn't it about 100 overs or something? What the system is now. No, I think it's still 90. Is it still 90? I think it's still 90 because it's four days. They were talking about if test match went to four days, then you'd have to bowl more overs. 80 overs in a day is heaps, mate. 80 overs in a day is fine. But mm. the thing I don't like about Sheffield Shield cricket and Test cricket is you get a certain amount of time to bowl your 80 overs, yet every team's half an hour late. Yeah. Like, you're always pushing that extra half an hour. So, you know, 80 overs, it's really, you need a spinner in your team, at least one spinner yeah. in your team to be able to get through your overs, which is good. Uh, you've got generally three quicks in a spinner, an all-rounder or some part-timers, perfect. Mm. But I think the key to playing Sheffield Shield cricket and Test cricket is you're looking to when you say win the test match, it's not win first innings. First innings is a tiny part of it. 
No. Everything you're doing from ball one of the test match is to win the game outright. Yeah. To take but, 20 wickets. But, but I reckon, um, by the, you know, the set time. So if it's half past 10 to half past five, that's, that, that's seven hours, you, you need to bowl your 90. And if you Get don't, in. something seriously needs to happen. Yeah. As in, the captain gets dropped for the next game. Or points or, or whatever. Points yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 You've you got to make can, it quicker. You can put more pressure on it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't mind that. I think we, we, we fluff around a bit. Like yes. these days you see. Take time for well, everything. The part that. Is real like I try like I was bad at it as well. I used to change my glove. I used to sweat a lot, and I'd wear inners inside my mm. gloves to help me. I think I got that because as when I was growing up, my parents couldn't afford many sets of gloves. Gloves are like th- forty bucks, yeah. but inners were like two dollars. So mum and dad would say, "Rightio, there's four pairs of inners, one pair of gloves." So I, I kept using inners through my career, but I was a big sweater. Yeah. But even that, changing your gloves every, you know, ten overs. You're taking up more time. Then there's call for a drink or, you know, you're fluffing around all the time. I reckon, yeah, whatever your set time is, bowl your overs. Simple as that. But I think I'd like to see us go back to first innings points, but maximise outright victory. Give us a call, 1353 53. Send us a text, 0419 767 272, just on the text line here. Hey, boys, uh, we're at the game on Saturday night, Saints v Saints. Shout out to Zach Lomax, who went out of his way to give his kicking tee to our little niece, uh, Addie, then signed it, absolute gold, and says Penrith by 22. Josh the Bricky sending that one through. What's going on here in the Merseyside derby? We got uh, some blow-ups. On yeah, the there's a blow-up. There's a bit side. of a stink. I don't know what's happened. Just caught the back end of it, but both sides have come together. Middle been a bit of pushing and shoving, but they seem to have sorted it out. And there's four minutes of regular time left, and they're up two nil. It's Liverpool. proper derby here. No love here. Uh, now, pup. What about as well the other? aspect of this India series we haven't mentioned yet this morning is the fact that the third test, there's a change of venue. Yeah. I so this... uh, it's being moved from Durham Salah, which is right up north of Delhi, right up is on the Himalayas. borderline Nepal? Well, it, it, Nepal's a bit... I was looking at where it is on the map last night, actually. Nepal's a bit further east. This is right... In fact, it's further north than Nepal. Okay. It's that far up, but on the edge of the Himalayas. Yeah, I think it's the ground that I've commentated that before. I don't think I've played there, but I have commentated The fourth there. test was there in 2017. Okay, yeah. yeah we lost you by can, you eight can see You can see snow yep. on the mountains. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Yeah, magnificent. Yeah. Magnificent. So they're saying it's the outfield that is not good enough, yeah, that, not, not of standard, Very right? foggy, hasn't had much like regular mm. sun, so there's a lot of bare patches in the outfield. Yep. So the grass hasn't grown properly, so they've changed the venue. And generally, it's a wicket noted to probably be best suited to us, has pace and bounce. Where have even they though changed we lost it? To? Well, it's indoor. been changed to indoor. Yeah, okay. Much, uh, be- much, be- much better batting wicket as well. Well, indoor, India have played two tests there, one against New Zealand in 2016. They won by 321 runs. Yeah. Uh, they played Bangladesh there in 2019. They won by an innings and 130 runs. Mm. Uh, Ashwin has 18 wickets there yeah, at 12. So they make it a turner. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, look, I, I, I think I can't – well, actually, I don't, I don't even know if I can say that. If the, if the facility is not good enough, I'm all for change the venue. I think that's fair call, fair play. But – if it's tactical to try and put it on a turner, I, I don't think they'd do that in because they can they can make any pitch a turner. So I don't I, I I think it must be legit. The outfield mustn't be of good enough quality, and I think the players would rather play at a ground that is of international standard. Um, 
they've made the decision with time. I don't, I don't, I don't see it as a big thing. But again, I haven't played enough cricket in indoor to be able to say is it. Looking at those numbers, it sounds like it's a it's a raging um, spinners track. But mate, they can show me a pitch in India they can't make mm. like that. So I don't think that's a big thing. Well, probably the one that we were going to play at. <laughs> yeah, at Durham Salah. But well, uh, they could still make. I'm trying to think of the game that I commentated there, and I think it was the same thing. It was a. It finished in in four days, and it spun big as well. So. Ah, mate, right now, this is, this is a lot like the talk about the, the first test match. Mm. You know, focusing on something that really you can't worry about. Mm. Like, I think we probably did get caught up in this, week be, this wicket being, you know, how it was prepared, that area outside the left-hander was going to spin, and I think that was on the player's mind, and we will bowled out for 177. Yet India just played the ball. Bowler bowled it, they played it, and they made 400. So the wicket can't be too bad. You know, so wherever we go, if it's indoor, that's where we're playing, then again, we just have to play better than India. We have to find a way. Got Richard on the line. G'day, Richard. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good, good. I just wanted to have a little comment about, I noticed, Clark, you mentioned the, the fluffing about. Mm. I've noticed now it appears that the, the water gets run out to players pretty regularly, yeah. the batsmen especially. I remember Ian Chappell said a while ago that, if he was captain, he'd be sending those guys back, back <laughs> off the field. <laughs> and saying, no, mate, you come back at, when it's drinks. Get off. Yeah. Well, the, I notice David Warner seems to muck around a lot too. And, um, I think if there's a concern, even, the, the, the actual fielding captain should be going straight to the umpire. Because See, in India, it's not going to matter. You're picking two spinners, so you're going to get through the time. You're going to bowl your overs. But in somewhere like Australia, you only got one spinner. And if the wicket's not conducive, certainly in the first innings, you bowl your quicks. Then if I was the fielding captain, I'd be, I'd be saying the same to the umpire. Mate, we haven't got time. You guys are going to charge us for being down on overs at the end of the day's play, get there, get the blokes off running drinks. We've got to, we we want to be bowling. Mm. We're standing... It was, if the bowling team can be, or the fielding team can be in position, then generally they'll get that time back from the umpire. But yeah, I, I don't disagree with chaps. I think in conditions like Australia, South Africa, England, when you're bowling your quicks, uh, it takes more time. You, you're looking at every single minute. And there's also that situation where the bowlers have that few warm-up balls before they bowl their over. Like they've had a couple of overs and get warmed up. Just bowl the ball. Yeah. No. Good, good stuff, Richard. Appreciate the call, mate. Uh, we got John. G'day, John. Oh, well, um, I've, I've just changed the subject a bit. I was, I was just wondering what happened to the young fullback from St George on the weekend that got penalised for a suspected hip drop tackle. Uh, I haven't oh, I read anything about anything. it, but I, I saw that. I, I didn't think there was anything in it. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. How can you get penalised for suspected, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'd be shocked if he was uh, even charged, to be perfectly yeah. honest with you, John. I, yeah. I, I don't think he – I'd have to go and have a look. No, I'm pretty sure but he I'm pretty sh- He was sure. exonerated. He, yeah, sure. I, I doubt with that. Because when I, I saw it, I was like, oh, hang on. What are you doing there? That's not even a penalty in my book. But yeah, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. But um, another thing, like I'm a Dragon supporter, but uh, – I was really disappointed. We never pass the ball to our wingers. Our, our wingers only get the ball when they get kicked to. Yeah. 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 I, I know it was only a trial, but I, I just, I get really disappointed. I watch, I watch the other trial games and, um, the, you know, the ball's thrown wide. The, ball, the wingers are getting the ball, you know. Mm. But they just don't seem to even draw and pass. 
Yeah, it was sort of interesting on the weekend because you, you, you're right in, in terms of the wingers don't sort of get it on the end of a free-flowing back line. But just to give you some context, so they started that game without their regular number seven and six. So they've got makeshift halves. Then you've got centres that, you know, Suley's really not a catch-and-pass centre. He's a block-busting, dynamic-type centre. Then you've got a guy like Zach Lomax who... He's got all the skill in the world. He's got a, got a flick pass, but not so much of a, a catch and pass that just yeah. likes to get the ball and then try and beat his opponent and then maybe try and beat, you know, put his winger away with that flick pass. I, I reckon at times they could move the ball, but you've got to do it off the back of some good um, quick play the ball and, and, and good momentum through the middle. And I don't know whether they had a lot of that. Um, but yeah, you, it's a fair point you make. But I, I think that the centres, they're not really catch pass centres. They're more blockbusting or try and beat you with their their size and, and footwork, and then maybe pass at the end of doing that. Yeah, and they, and the, the forward seemed to have just run one out. Like I only played country football, bush mm. football, and I was always told to run in pairs. You know, run take a man with you. You know, so you can show and go, or you can, you know. John, that hasn't changed, mate. Let me tell you, that the more you can take support with you, it does. You can show, go, it takes people away from you. If you just run one out, they can just dominate you more. So the old adage of going in pairs, mate, there's nothing silly about that comment at all. You need to be going in numbers all the time. Dave Stanley coming up shortly. I believe he's in Port Macquarie. Gee, he does the rounds, doesn't he? The great D Stanley. He does. He does. I wonder if he drove up there or did he fly up to No, it? I saw no? something on Instagram about right. private jet. Yeah, some sort of private mm. flying arrangement. Mm. Right. I like mm. it how DS has a crack at me about my lifestyle. Yeah. Mate, I've never known anyone to sit on more private jets than Dave Stanley. No, and Port Macquarie's only four hours away. Mate. Mm. So it's, it's easy to drive Europe. up the night before. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. And he won't be staying going he, to Doha. He won't be staying in the motel, put it that way. <laughs> He'll be he'll be an A grade. Wonder if Marlow went with him. What about getting billeted, DS? Like bring that back. The billet. Get in the car and get billeted by a family. Yeah, I don't know whether uh, they well, they you know always used to happen when we were growing Mate. up, but it doesn't happen anymore, does it? Not, I don't think you're allowed. Probably don't want DS. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be out of beers, yeah. that's for sure. Out of champagne. He doesn't want a champagne DS either. Yeah, I know. I know. I like a champagne. Mm. Hmm. Got any requests for the weather report tomorrow? We're in New South Wales. You would like to know what the weather's well, I, doing? Well, I've, I've just asked. Like, I feel like you're very – I don't know the right word for it, but, you, you like, you've taken Liverpool out of the – I've never heard you ever well, mention the weather in Liverpool. I've told you. I just don't – But Liverpool is part of Greater Sydney. I, I, Therefore, I, I it's part of the Sydney weather forecast. I understand that, I, that. That occurs every day. I've never heard you mention Liverpool. I'm taking offence to it. I've why. no doubt. I've no doubt. Actually, there's a number of our listeners that are offended that you don't mention Liverpool. Actually, our man Moody Najjar from Macarthur, who we had on this morning, born in Liverpool, went to Westfield Sports High. Good boy. So no wonder why he's smoking it. No wonder why he's on fire. Give him get a, a crack. game under Dwight. Dwight, give him a go. Dwight's out. QF two three two. Actually, it's Emirates. Ek. I think he's gone to Dubai. Dave Stanley. Morning, gentlemen. How are we? Not good. Bad. How, are how, you? Was the, how was the PJ? How was the private jet? The private jet was good, mate. Um, champagne? Like, mate, uh, a bit of champagne. 
What a life. Bit of caviar. What a life. Straight in. No, it was uh, good to jump up on the plane after Inglis yesterday. We're here in Coffs Harbour this morning. I'm sitting on the, the balcony here at Coffs, and uh, track's looking enormous for Saturday. Country championships are in town, boys. and Love it. Tickets are on sale, and um, then on Thursday morning, we'll get the PJ and head straight to Mudgee. So uh, we go from Coffs out to Mudgee. Next week, Albury, Tamworth. So that's good, boys. Are you out at Mudgee on Saturday for the game as well? No, I'm not. No. Uh, so a few people have been asking that about whether I'll actually get to the qualifiers. And because we've got to be back in Sydney for events and whatnot, and obviously, like, next uh, – well, not next week or the week after, we've got – you know, the big sports breakfast lunch. So I'm going to be in, in towns on sort of Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, and that means we can obviously do the show. And today on the show, we've got Timmy Saladine, Brett Dodson. They've got Cap Sally going around, uh, the Dodson team. They're pretty keen on its chances uh, ahead of Saturday. Noel Mayfield-Smith I'll chat to. Uh, Brett Bellamy's got Bon Cassie. So we'll look at those nominations and see if we can try and find some winners, boys. Uh, who else we got on the show today, Dave? Mate, uh, we've also got Richard Callender on the program. Uh, be very interesting to hear what uh, Richie's thoughts are. We obviously, yesterday on Punters Postmortem, that I mean, we had to start with it, uh, and it was great that we had Ray Thomas on the program because we obviously had that front page of the Daily Telly yesterday about the uh, the article from James Doherty um, about the the documents um, and the, this sort of court case that's going to unfold when it comes to Race New South Wales and the other jurisdictions. So we'll chat with Richie about that. Not sure what he can and can't say, obviously being the, the trainer CEO, but um, obviously it's uh, it's an interesting time, isn't it? Because we're sort of focusing on what's on the track, but this is obviously going to be a big major talking point uh, off the track as well. But if anyone wants to go back and hear what Ray said, because we basically just asked Ray for context of the story and uh, not his opinion, but the sort of the facts that he knew, and it's on the podcast. I thought Ray spoke really well yesterday, and it's just a... Uh, it's just one of those things, boys. Uh, I guess it'll all come out in the wash. Okay, mate. We'll catch you shortly. And uh, by the way, just another reminder, get your tickets for the lunch. AustraliaTurfClub.com.au. Yes. Exactly right. Have a good day, boys. See you, you too, mate. buddy.